Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. I didn't know that. I didn't either. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. Interesting. Mm. That's why you need Robert Half. Yep. I don't think that's a person. That's the company. Okay, I was confused. Yeah, their specialized recruiting professionals engage with their proprietary AI. Welcome to connect businesses... Of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing, and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. See, at Robert Half, they know talent. I wish I had had Robert Half back in the day oh, when I was hiring. Okay. So, no offense, Sona. Oh, it, it, I feel like you did mean to offend me. Yes, you wouldn't be here if I had had Robert Half. Okay. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Yoris, meet Conan and Sona. Yoris, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks. Before we begin, I must say, Sona, congratulations on becoming a best-selling author. Oh, yes! Oh, that's Whoa. amazing. New York Times best-selling. Thank you. You know, Matt, congratulations on inventing the chill chum. That's also a <laughs> thank incredible you. thing. Well, thank you. We can I end like now, Yoris. I guess. Yeah. Yes. We're guess done. what, Yoris? I don't like you. <laughs> because you I started out I take that. complimenting these two boneheads. <laughs> <laughs> on their accomplishments and uh, leaving Mozart out of the equation. Oh, oh come on. That's, I'm that's sorry. Right, that's right. It's, Yours, I'm it's sorry. a beautiful new podcast studio, Conan. Hey, Th- thank you. You complimented the studio. <laughs> you Not call, even you. <laughs> you complimented the guy who built the studio, Eduardo, is right over here. Thank you, Yours. Thank yeah, you. Good yeah. job, Eduardo. Man, yeah, Eduardo, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> I guess I've accomplished nothing in this life. He's my favorite. Uh, I ate a whole Greek yogurt this morning by myself. Whoa, big boy. Oh, Big boy did oh. it. Yeah. Yoris, um, that was very nice of you to compliment uh, everyone but me. Uh, where are you talking to us from, Yoris? Well, I'm in, in the Netherlands at the moment. In the Netherlands? Where in the Netherlands? Uh, the province of Limburg and in the locality of Beert. Okay. Whoa. Is that where they make the cheese, Limburger cheese? The stinky no, cheese? No, it's not actually. Yeah, I, I even always I knew that. assumed that it was, but it's yeah. not. It's where Charles Limburger was invented. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I I watched him make that blunder. Um, um, and, and is that where you were from originally, or did you uh, no, move to No, no, no. I'm actually from, 
Yeah, I'm actually from Belgium. Ah, um, Belgium. What a wonderful place. And we- to confuse it a bit more, that province is also called Limburg. So I'm from the Belgian Limburg, but now I live in the Dutch Yours? Limburg. Is that where they make the Limburger cheese? <laughs> no, oh still not. No, still wrong. Lord, this is. Can I just say, this yeah. is the worst who's on first routine I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, Limburg? No, not that Limburg. This Limburg. Uh, uh, what a what a tongue twister. God, yeah, you know. Oh, you wait to see the third one's a charm and it's coming. It's coming. Um, Yoris, let me explain. Uh, my sleep deprived friend, uh, he has a newborn. Um, no, and, congratulations. Yeah, and Thank he's you. his foot's been heavy on the gas pedal lately and uh, lots of fender benders. Uh, and um, But that's okay. It's we forgive just him. to drive sometimes. Uh, no, it's not. No, you should really take off the seatbelt, go I back have. in the house. Oh, I'm driving without a seatbelt. duct tape belt. your head to the wall. Yoris, so very nice. We've learned a little bit about you. Tell us more. Tell us, because you fascinate me, uh, what you do for a living. I am a historian. Uh, oh, I cool. primarily focus on demographic and social history. Give me an example. Well, for my dissertation, I studied the Black Death, which hopefully is of interest. To, that is fascinating. To some. No, I, I, first of all, I'm a very morbid person, but the Black Death does really intrigue me. What, what can you tell us about the Black Death? I mean, everybody nowadays, because we just went through a two-year plus pandemic, yep. people like to reference the Black Plague. Uh, the Black pl- Plague was just a whole other scale. Am I correct? Yeah, completely different. So it wiped out about 60% of the European population, yeah. with some localities having about 80 to 90% mortality. So it's massive. When I was a kid, I went into uh, the Boston Museum of Science, and they had this three-dimensional model of population growth starting, you know, whatever, a couple hundred thousand years ago. And when it hit the Black Death, it it plummeted. It, the whole thing plummeted yeah. in a way that even as a child, I was stunned and and yeah. uh, fascinated and scared by that. So, Black Death, yeah. bad. Yeah. That's my dissertation. I thought it was good yeah. this yeah. whole time. Was, this uh, is good. This is eye-opening yeah. for me. Yeah. I'm still giving it a yeah. shot. The name, the name yeah. kind of indicates a good disease, Black Death. You think, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, interesting thing to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but people had, of course, they didn't, uh, unlike today where everyone has the correct information. <laughs> Back then, people had wild ideas of what to do about the Black Death. And I remembered reading one account where they thought gunpowder might scare it away. So they oh, just, right, they would, right, right. They would uh, explode things. Like they would put a bunch of, I don't know, uh, clothes that they thought had the Black Death on them. And scare blo- off the germs? And or what, blow the- them up. Up. <laughs> uh, well, exactly. I don't know what they, but they well, just thought blowing it up will do. Fire, wouldn't that kill some of the virus or bacteria? Yeah, yeah. So, so there's stories of uh, of popes that, that would surround themselves with, with, you know, fires that they would keep burning, you know, 24-7 whenever a new plague outbreak would happen. Because, of course, the Black Death is just one outbreak of plague, right? They kept on happening for centuries and centuries. Yeah. And people didn't really get much better at, at warding off the disease than, than we can do now in a sense, because before you have vaccines and medical treatment, before all of the vaccines start up, you kind of have social distancing and quarantine, which is a terminology that we have from the Black Dad, actually. Um, And people just like now had all of these crazy ideas, what caused the disease, as well as all sorts of crazy treatments. All I can think is that we have not made any progress (laughs) because now (laughs) here we are. 
uh, and people were, you know, still, uh, I mean, at that time, I think people thought the earth was flat. I think you could still find. It's a common maybe, misconception. Maybe most a people didn't. 15 or 20 or 25% <laughs> of the country thinks that. And, uh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, people, I think, uh, back then would have stoned, uh, Anthony Fauci, probably, you know? Uh, so I don't know. I hope we're making progress, but. Yeah, I, I think more people now believe that the earth is flat than they did in the Middle Ages. Because in the Middle Ages, consensus was that the earth was was round. It was mm -hmm. quite well known. And now with, with the flat earth theory, you have a lot more people actually believing it. I, I would, you know. So when uh, you say uh, we're going uh, backwards, yeah. we're going backwards. In, in certain instances, maybe we're going we're going backwards. Yeah, I, I see that in certain schools, evolution theory is also up for grabs. So that's <laughs> interesting times we're living in, I guess. Yeah, this got real grim real yeah. fast, Yoris. <laughs> yeah. And well, so, can we go back to complimenting sorry. me and Matt? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's keep in mind that, right, yeah, that yeah. Sona has a, a bestseller, and uh, that Matt Gorley is uh, sleep deprived. Actually, yeah. Yoris. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. here in my notes that you know of a very interesting remedy that they used during the time for the Black Death. Could you talk about that? Yeah, I, I can. I, I know what, what remedy you want to hear about, right? It's it's called the Vicar uh, Method, and it consists Classic. of Wait, tying the a Vicar life, method. The Vicar Method. Okay. It's tying a live plucked chicken to a bubo, right? Which are those swellings that appear when someone has plague, mm -hmm. and waiting for the chicken to die. And they tie the chickens to the bubo uh, anus first. <sighs> yes now okay. and then they wait for the chicken to die and the idea is that if the chicken would die it would take over the disease from the human body into its own and when it died the disease would be gone for the human and well bad luck for the chicken yeah but can you eat the chicken then or the bubo. I wouldn't advise it. Maybe if you had, it have you had bubo? I've had bubo. <laughs> oh, bubo is great. Candy bubo? Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah, a little yeah. caramel sauce oh, over it. God. You bite into that bubo. Um, I'd like to apologize to anybody who's imagining biting into a swollen bubo right now. That's uh, got a nice caramel sauce drizzled over it. And a little pineapple ring with a cherry tip. Oh, nom, 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 nom. You know what? Gorley, I was wrong to accuse you. If this is the product of sleep deprivation, I'm all for it, Thank biting you. into a bubo. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's fascinating, because I bet if you went online, this is the gift of the modern internet, you would find someone somewhere who still thinks that the vicar method is the way to go. Yeah. You know? And for they, different reasons. And for different reasons, <laughs> exactly. And different De placement. Yeah, depending on how the chicken voted in the last election. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right up there with hydroxychloroquine, I guess. The bigger method. Oh, no. Rock, artillery, rock! Wait a minute, that's a parrot. I was trying to do a chicken, oh, and I did God. a parrot. That's better. Biden, I can't use you to cleanse my boobo. Uh, oh, Jesus. You know what? Yoris, this is all your fault yeah. when you think yeah. about it. You call us yeah, so. from this province of Lindberger. Jeez. God, you've got to let that go. <laughs> um, but you call us from the Netherlands. I... I'm fascinated by the Netherlands. I'd like to live there one day. Oh. It must be very nice. Uh, it seems like a reasonable place to live. Is that correct? It's it's a very reasonable place to live, although they might have it in for you a little bit, Conan, because in the past, on multiple occasions, you've compared yourself to an elderly Dutch woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's wrong with that? I meant that as a compliment. Wait, well, oh, I, wait I a minute. Know if so you guys don't <laughs> like the idea that I might look like one of your women. 
You think that's yeah, insulting. I don't, I don't. <laughs> or is it because he's saying they look like him? Either yeah, think, way, what's the problem? Oh, I'm, a con- I'm a conventionally attractive man. <laughs> God, take that. <laughs> the way I just said that is not the way any convention, is not something any conventionally attractive man. No. I'm, I'm a, a conventionally, conventionally attractive, attractive man. man. <laughs> Brad Pitt says that all yeah. the time. Hey, hey it's Brad Pitt. Brad, what's up? I'm a conventionally attractive man. You sound like Blanche Dubois from Streetcar Named Desire. I rely on the kindness of conventionally attractive strangers. So, no, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there. California. (laughs) California, Sona. No matter where you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So, Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching, you can go hiking in Yosemite, and then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want, they got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. I got to say, everywhere I go, people are talking about Monopoly Go. And for good reason. It's an absolute hit. Yeah. I love Monopoly. People love Monopoly. And look, Monopoly's been around for a very long time. It's one of the oldest board games ever. Okay? Okay. But lately, I walk around and I just hear like, Monopoly Go, Monopoly Go, Monopoly Go. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? What are you guys talking about? And they say, we're playing Monopoly Go. You can play it with your family, your friends. It's a straight delight. There's always something new to do partner events where you can build on each other's boards and crazy tournaments with team events you can recruit your friends for, or you can just compete to outdo them all on the leaderboards. Mm. And when you're not messing with your family and friends, Monopoly Go is always throwing new stuff at you. They have taken Monopoly to the next level. I didn't think Monopoly had to go to the next level, but they did. (laughs) There's timed events like massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees that have fun new mini games. Plus, with tons of rewards to collect, like stickers for trading with friends and hilarious emojis that are perfect for gloating, there's always a reason to dip back in. Yeah. Man, they cracked it, you know? They did. So join the fun. Download Monopoly Go now free on the App Store and Google Play. It's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, 
They also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking play. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Valvoline Instant Oil Change is the quick, easy, trusted place for your next oil change. Valvoline's convenient, no appointment needed. You can even stay in your car while they do the work. You have to sit in some waiting room, you know? Mm -hmm. Their friendly, certified technicians have over 270 hours of training, and they get you in and out fast while performing a thorough, free, 18-point maintenance check with your oil change. We got someone here who just experienced this, our own Aaron Blair. Blair, well, how was it? It was awesome. I took my Jeep uh, jock jams in and got a sweet oil change, and uh, and I actually brought a book because I thought it would take a while, and uh, they had me in and out in like 15 minutes. It was awesome. Well, also, you should point out, you can't read. I can't, So, but I wanted people to <laughs> you, think I could. Yeah, but I mean, uh, come on. Yeah, maybe somebody hot is there, and they're like, oh, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, and then, then you know, now I've, I'm, I got a date. Yeah, yeah I don't but, think that's, uh, that's not how people meet each other. Didn't, didn't have time for that. Yeah, so if you see Blay driving around in his beautifully oiled jock jams, <laughs> give him the old thumbs up, or throw a tangerine at him. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Valvoline, they're doing it right. Visit valvoline.com slash Conan for an exclusive offer towards your next oil change. Yoris, uh, first of all, I don't want people to have it in for me there because I would love to visit the Netherlands um, and see all of your attractions. I'd like to go to Belgium, where you are from, and have one of those really thick waffles that oh, you guys yeah. have. Those are fantastic. Yeah, the Brussels waffles. Yeah. 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 Or loads and loads of beers. Every locality has its own beer because Belgians can't stand each other. So they all think they can make a better beer than their neighbors. So we have about 1,000, 1,500 beers. I wish that was the way. If we could replace all warfare and strife with people trying to make a better beer Mm -hmm. and being competitive about it. That'd be amazing. That'd be a much better world. Everything would be fixed and happy. Everybody would be drunk. Yeah, it would be all alcoholics. Why don't they like each other? What's the beef? Why why don't they like each other? Belgium (laughs) is a very complex country if, if you know the history a little bit it was kind of well, of course we do country. yeah john Van Dam and herve villish has come from there i know yeah. the history yeah well i mean why would you assume we wouldn't know yeah. as he said jean claude Van Dam and then herve villich and i brought up the the thick waffle that's right you we guys really yeah. know so, belgium so you yeah, were talking yeah, yeah. you know a lot of a lot of i think a lot of americans get a bad knock because people say that we we don't have a good knowledge of the rest right. of the world but i think Gorley and sure. i have acquitted ourselves very well yeah also i think yeah. there's a windmill or two somewhere windmill? in belgium there might be the, the netherlands is mostly known netherlands? for windmills yeah. well, See, even i knew that yeah then the no, windmill i went thing. back i went, oh, went back, back to the dutch yeah. uh, area okay. there's got to be some 
windmills there. I oh, know there are. for sure. There's Tons a lot of, of weed. Plenty. And That's what yeah, I know. Weeds and tulips. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We have a, they call them coffee shops, right? Where you can buy weed. They call them dispensaries, I guess, in in, uh, in the U.S. Yeah, but you yeah. can't yeah. like sit and enjoy it there. You get it and you leave. But why is that? Okay. Can I ask you a question? Right. Why do you have to uh, Why do you have to leave a dispensary? Why aren't, when are they going to make it in the United States where you can question. hang out? Is I there a reason you can't do that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's something we should get into here. It's important. <laughs> Well, that's guess more what? Of a social gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I mean, a hookah right, yeah. yeah, right now people go and they 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 score their <laughs> their jazz cigarette, and then uh, they're I'm out. a cool guy. <laughs> I'm a conventionally attractive and cool guy. I just scored a jazz cigarette at a dispensary. Now I'm off to the home of Hervé Villachez. Um, famous famous Belgian, is. of course. Oh, oh. Yeah. He's What's that? a tattoo on Fantasy Island. Oh. Knickknack and oh, the okay. plane, the plane. And I didn't know that Van Damme was from Belgium. Well, he's not sure anymore. Really? Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. confused. He's been hitting the head too many times. Oh. Yoris, um, you have taught us much. I mean, when you think about it, we now know a lot more about the Black Death, and we know pretty Do much we? all there is to know about the Netherlands. And Belgium, yeah. Yeah, and Belgium as well. Um, but I do have to ask you, you're wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirt. That leads me to believe you're a fan? Uh, yes, quite a big fan. I also have some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tattoos. Oh, I can't oh really see God. those. Oh, Show them. Show them oh close up. Oh my God, Shredder. Wait. Oh, Whoa, that's insane. That, that is, is quite detailed. Look at that. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. Tell us about Shredder. Uh, and who? Oh my God. Okay, which, which one, one is that? Is that Wait, Leonardo? I can, tell you, I can tell you that's Michelangelo. Is it? Yeah, thanks, Matt. That's absolutely right. So, That's Matt, my... do you really know? Uh, you know a lot about this? I was into them when they first came out, and they were these underground black and white violent comic books when I was in junior high. But I don't know, like, the modern version of them. Oh, yeah. I'm that way about the Muppets. I like the old <laughs> underground black and white Muppets. <laughs> they were bloody. I'm telling they you. Was really... No, no. I, the, I like the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> the old Muppets I'm talking about. It was really subversive and they were all doing drugs and R. Crumb created them yeah. and uh, it was really only cool people knew about the Muppets then. Yeah, and it was like borderline yeah. skin flicks too where there was a lot yeah. of Muppet news. Very, oh. uh, very hipster thing to say, of course, that you knew them before they were cool. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly my don't, point. Don't, don't, you're don't. a conventionally attractive and cool guy. Yeah. No, no. I think the attack now is on Gorley oh, yeah. for, no, I appreciate for trying, to, though. trying to pretend that he only knows that the old cool Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and didn't go with the crowd, the mob, if you it's will. It's true. I still have those comics signed by the uh, artists, Eastman and Laird. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Well, you just talked yourself out of that hole. I now totally respect you and think you're the grooviest. <laughs> Who are we of the Ninja Turtles, Yoris? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, the, the obvious one is, is Donatello, right? That, that would be you, Matt, because you do the machines. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the you're one the engineer in, in an action movie. He's the guy in a van <sighs> with the headset who's um, yeah, and the glasses really, yeah, and burning no burning no calories at all and uh, clicking and figuring out. And then I would be who's the really uh, cool, conventionally attractive uh, <laughs> jazz cigarette smoking uh, Ninja Turtle. 
<laughs> I, I guess the coolest one and also the brawler of the, yeah, of the four is right. uh, Raphael. Oh, yeah, that's, no. that's me. With that's the size right. and no. that's Sona. Yeah, that's and that'd no. be Sona. Yeah, yeah okay. that obviously. Would, that's right? that, not you. That's well, Sona. looks like there's, there's it's no gone to Sona. All right, yeah. so Raphael who's is left? the coolest one. <laughs> is there a, is there a, is there a Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtle that can't go out in the sun? I want my own turtle. <laughs> so I have two answers, right? One is the one you want because Leonardo is the leader of the pack. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. But Michelangelo is the orange one. Oh. oh. <laughs> Who likes pizza? Okay. Isn't that Michelangelo? I just want to state yeah. for the record oh. that I was into the Ninja Turtles before their bandanas changed colors. They're oh, all just wore okay, red. Cool. We get yeah. it. I just, I just want that it. on the record. Yeah, yeah. really cool. <laughs> I mean, it was like cool. the black and white yeah. ones. Yeah. And the signed. A lot of sex. <laughs> Wow. Uh, incredible. You're I was really Leonardo. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm Leonardo. I think let's just leave it at that. Not the orange let's one. Let's leave it at I that. I don't want to be the orange yeah. one because uh, that's demeaning. So you're Michelangelo then, yours, because you have the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. I have him on my body. So I, I want to take Michelangelo if that's fine for you guys. It's What's fine. It's fine. I have a little screen here that shows me when we've lost the listener. <laughs> oh, God. We hit this Teenage Mutant thing and just... Does it model the uh, population from the Black Death? Yeah, it, it looks exactly like that. It, <laughs> it, looks, it looks exactly like that. It gets right up to the Middle Ages, 60%. which is, we were killing it with our, with Jean-Claude Van Damme, Belgium, and then uh, you hit Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we lost 80%. Were we killing it, though? Yeah. All yeah. right, everybody. Chicken buttholes to boobos. Let's yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> save those boobos. Yeah. Save those boobos. That's good eating. Um, Bubo was the name of the owl in the Clash of the Titans. Yes. Is there uh. a punishment room? we can build in this podcast studio isn't there a place where we could where every now and then Gorley has to go in and we shut it and you just have to be in there for like, like, a, be, like a naughty boy for like, like 10 minutes the isolation booth on the quiz shows <laughs> yeah. from the 50s uh, Yoris I, I like you. Yeah. You're you're a you're Thanks. you seem like an optimistic, very intelligent, funny cool. person. And uh Thanks. Yeah, you do seem like you'd make a good friend of mine. Do you have do you have a question for me? Anything I can answer for you? I do, I do. And I, I try to come up with a question that that's really in uh in, in the world you live in, right? So I know that you love two things. One is silly sounding words mm -hmm. and the other is history. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh right. nice. So my question would be. If you could come up with a historical disease, what would you name it? Jeez. And what would the symptoms be? Oh, oh my wow. God. Wow. You should have found Okay. <laughs> you know what? I love, uh, they used to talk about like the flux. You know, it used to be oh. something. I think there was a. I think there was a while where they were talking about things like, oh, he's got some kind of a flux because oh. they they had all these old ailments like, like consumption and. Well, well, there was like he's got the palsy, he's got the flux, he's got the vapors, the vapors. Yeah. I like va vapors, vapors are pretty good. good. Uh, the ague fever. Oh yeah, ague. I think it's that's like a oh, fever yeah. ague. Ague. I always like ague. ague. Yeah. Like he has an ague. Um, so that's a good one. I like. Um, so maybe like a flux. Uh, a flux ague might be good, you know, or an oh. agued flux, something like that that has like a, just a combination. Ague flux. An ague flux. Like there's a character in Shakespeare, Sir Andrew Aguecheek, and it sounds like ague flux. Yeah, something yeah. like, I think, so I would like some combination of uh, old maladies. Um, so maybe like an, you know, an, an ague flux, and we maybe add some other words in mm -hmm. there. Uh, ag, you know, an agurotic flux, so that there's a <laughs> maybe there's a some 
symptoms which seem like somebody's sexually aroused, but it's an agurotic flux. Oh. I like it. And um, I would want the cure. One of my favorite things is a poultice. Oh, yeah. You know, a poultice. They, do you know what a poultice is, Sam? No, I don't know what that a is. A poultice is like back when they used to mix up um, a lot of different ingredients and make kind of a mash, like a paste, and they would uh, oh. they would put it on your chest because if let's say you had like a lung problem, they would say, oh, let's put a, and they thought like a mustard poultice. They thought <clears throat> it drew out yeah. the bad uh, vapors and ill humors. did that for me when I broke my arm. Oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Your parents yeah. in the modern era, you had a broken arm. Yeah. And they put some goop on it? They did. They and put is that goop. it? That's it. They didn't think it was broken, so they put goop on it and wrapped it up for about two weeks. And then after a while, I was like, I really can't move it. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were Can, like, let's take you to get an x-ray. And then it was fractured, and I needed a did, cast. Did they weeks. ask at the hospital why uh, there's two weeks of fresh growth <laughs> on this child's broken arm? And why is it... Why is it covered in, know. why is her arm covered in onions and yes. various yes, crushed beans? That is exactly what it was. My mom would cook it on this. She's going to be okay. so upset yeah. at bringing oh. this up. Well, I don't care. You're, yeah. She's under arrest. No, it's No, no, late. she's under arrest. It's she's not. Did you ever put a chicken butthole on your boo boo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yoris, <laughs> Yoris, put it on this arms. is what I'm dealing with. You live in a civilized society and uh, and I'm here and this is what they did to you, Sona. Yeah, terrible. They did that when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Well, Yoris, that's what I want to do. I want uh, some kind of agurotic agu flux. That's good. And um, the cure is a poultice <laughs> made of various balms <laughs> and creams oh. and my favorite word yet emollients <laughs> tincture tincture <laughs> and you mix it all up and then ah sweet remedy or instant death <laughs> probably the second one <laughs> well yours really love talking to you you're a cool guy you thanks. are. Thank thanks. you so much thanks for so much. talking to us. This was a really enjoyable, funny conversation. Yeah. And uh, all, all jokes aside, by the way, I really, really appreciate the podcast. I mean, it got me through some heavy data inputting and and archival visits. Uh, so oh. thanks so so much for this podcast. It really kept me sane. Hey. Honestly, hey. Thank Yoris, you. thank you for saying that. And sincerely, uh, when I run into people and they say that, it makes me really happy. Uh, this is you, no one should thank us because this is a labor of love. We really like like doing this. And so if it's making people happy, it's kind of a magical thing. So thank you. You're a fine fellow, Yoris. Please speak highly of us in the oh, Netherlands. You ruined it. I will. I will. You made it. <laughs> well, I'm so probably. Sad. I dug a hole. He did so desperately. Please tell the people of the Netherlands I that I'm yeah. a conventionally attractive <laughs> man. <laughs> Bye, Yoris. Bye. Bye. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Want to make mom's day? 
Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.